I without was... ever getting into it. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, see, yeah, me too. I never got like super into zombie shows, but I loved. Out of all the zombies, I just think I'm just sick of hearing about zombies. But then I will say, 28 Days Later is one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah. And then we're recording. Oh no, you're just you're just agreeing. Yeah, it's great. But then I got zombied out. But then I, on a whim, I kind of I watched World War Z. Which I never, I hadn't, I still don't know if people, the general consensus on that, if people like it or Brad not. Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. I f- loved it. Really? And you want to know why? If there's going to be a zombie thing, the zombies have to be different than the other. They have to move differently. They have to act differently. And in World War Z, you know the scenes where they're like climbing the walls on top of each other and shit? Like, I've never seen that before. It was amazing. I thought it was really cool. But again, everyone might disagree with me, but I like it. I also like terrible movies. Like, uh. I have really good taste in movies to some degree, and then there's some that I love that I just know nobody else likes. Did you? I, yeah, we're good. All right. Uh, I wish we had gotten all of that. That's my. That was that was that was my most interesting things I can talk about on a podcast. That, <laughs> other than that, it's like other than that, I can tell you where what cities I've done comedy and <laughs> and what the security. Oh, I'm, gonna pull, I'm gonna pull so much good stuff. Don't all right, me. I'm not worried. We've done this, and mm-hmm. and we'll. Even that, with, even without Erica here this time, sure. Oh yeah, Erica did it with us last yeah. time. We did mm-hmm. a little co. Uh, we did a, some special guests last yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did I do it the year before that too with Jay Larson? Nope. I was here with Jay Larson. Yeah, no, year. it was just Jay that time. He hasn't been back since. What did he do wrong? I've been back twice since then. Man, people must hate Jay. No, Jay's probably super busy selling TV shows and yeah. stuff. That dude's yeah. awesome, and he's every time I talk to him, he's pitching something <clears throat> or writing have you done something. His, have you done his podcast? No, no. The Crab Feast? No, I haven't, but I did a festival with him and that other guy and met... Uh, Ryan Sickler. Ryan, yeah, yeah. Um, I just met him just actually a little while ago, but... Uh, uh, no, I've not done their podcast. I'm but, a big fan of that show. Yeah. It's oh, my God. Really yeah, they funny. Were, they were doing a... Where was it? Maybe it was Bridgetown like two years ago was where I met them. Maybe it was a while ago, but... um. Yeah, they were doing the podcast, and they had like fans coming out and yeah. stuff. I think that podcast does pretty well. Huh? It's really popular and really funny. I gotta tell you the truth. I don't. Uh, I got a new laptop like a year ago with like the new iTunes and all that, and I just never re. I just never started downloading podcasts again. I just. Uh, I was super into like a few podcasts that I really liked, and then I got a new laptop with like new iTunes, and I just was like, oh, I don't. I don't do podcasts anymore. Sorry to say that on a podcast. <laughs> I love doing podcasts. I love just coming in and talking and stuff, and I love when people tweet like, "Hey, I heard you on this thing. That was, was nice to listen to." But I, I just don't listen to podcasts anymore. It saves a lot of memory on your uh, sure <laughs> when you don't yeah, fill your and that's phone. Why? No, that's not even why though. Uh, I guess that's a nice bonus, but um. I don't, uh, I started, li- I just started listening to music again. <laughs> a lot of music again. There you go. Let me give this the proper intro here. Oh, sure. But yeah. can we, we can keep all that. He can keep all that. Or Absolutely. we'll cut it and move it to after the intro. We'll or not even. Real just... wonky. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I'm going to give it a proper intro here. Okay. Here we go. Episode number 174. Woo. Because people are paying attention at home. Episode 174. Of No Laugh Track Podcast. My name is Justin Severson, the host. Thank you, Circle of Heat, uh, for the music there that you all just heard. Uh, I uh, am happy to have a, uh, my guest back. It's been almost a year exactly, like two days. We're two days off from a year exactly, sir. I'm here this weekend, every weekend for the last three. This is the third year in a row I'm here <laughs> the same yeah. weekend. Yeah. It's Adam Newman. Adam Newman is here, minus Erica Rhodes, who was here with you last year. Yes. Yes. 
but it's not like we are attached to the hip and tore together. You do. That's what you told me. <laughs> yeah. That's, no, that was the first time I met her. She was uh, she was the special featured guest that weekend, and we did the podcast together. But this time, flying solo. Yeah. Except Shannon, the per- the uh, is opening this time, and she's great. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And who's the host? Greg Coleman. Greg Coleman. He's mm-hmm. great too. This is gonna be this is a good weekend. Yep. All have been on the show. I have to brag and say that. Okay. All have been guests on the show. Twice, though? Mm, not Greg. Mm-hmm. Maybe Shannon. All right. I think Shannon. Yeah. Yeah. But you're doing well. <laughs> as far as <laughs> as far as recurring on yeah, this podcast? Yeah. All right. <laughs> in other, I'm, I'm not. That's the only judgment I'll make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in other parts of your life and career. I don't know. Everything else has gone know. to shit. <laughs> <laughs> but this podcast, I keep coming back once. I keep coming back that one time. That's right. Uh, today is Wednesday, Veterans Day. Happy for Veterans Day the, for the uh, for the people that will actually hear this on the day it comes out. Um, and you did a show last night. Yep. Yep. How was it? Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Someone got kicked out before I even got on stage. That's impressive for a Tuesday night. At uh, she he got kicked out during Shan- like five minutes into Shannon's set. Uh, he was yelling in the crowd, "It's my first comedy show!" And then uh, he didn't even make it to the headliner. Can you imagine? On a Tuesday in... Tuesday, wasted, 8.30, kicked out of a club already. Did any stories come out about how he was behaving before he came in here? Oh, I didn't hear about that. Um, some of the managers were saying he seemed pretty loaded and maybe was on coke or something. Oh. Um, but uh, but I don't know if he... D- oh, may- you know what? Maybe I did hear something at the bar about him and his friends and someone was saying to stop serving him or something. I think he was pretty loaded before he got in. Yeah. That's he was usually- definitely loaded before he got in here. There's no <laughs> way from like... 8.05 to 8.30, he got that drunk. That's a lightweight, and I don't think he didn't look like a lightweight. I think he was a bit not He wasn't also yelling, it's the first time I've drank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? I don't, when you're, it's so weird to be at, to be yelling, it's my first time at a comedy show, because, and he was yelling the whole, you know, the whole 10 minutes he was here, but uh, uh, if it's your first time at a show... Maybe you should be a little more reserved because you don't know how to act. Like, maybe look around the room and go, okay, it's my first time here. Nobody else is yelling stupid things. Maybe I should not be yelling stupid things. Most people, I think, going into their first comedy show have the impression that they need to be quiet because, you know. They're afraid. They're, they're afraid. They're afraid the comedian's going to pick Yeah, on them. because that's what they've seen on television. Oh, my God. Yeah, first comedy show, I'd be like, put, I'm trying to... Well, my first comedy show was not a comedy club experience. My first comedy show I went to was like, it, funny enough, it uh, not funny. It was a, uh, I was it was two thousand one, two thousand two at like a, it was Mitch Hedberg at the Forty Watt in Athens, Georgia, which is a rock venue. So yeah. like, it was like a standing room. I'm sit, I'm like somewhere in the middle back, like standing, and everyone. I mean, this is like Mitch Hedberg, like just starting to explode. So people are like yelling punchlines with him. They're like, I mean, it was like loud and rowdy. But in a way that it was working, it's actually funny because now I think about it. That's not how any. That's not how you should be acting in a comedy club. People at that show were like yelling requests, and he was doing them. They were like almost like singing along with the punchlines wow. and then cheering. I've actually someone gave me a recording of that show uh, since I like in the last few years. I think I posted a thing on Twitter or Facebook, like you know, first comedy show I ever went to was this, and someone actually goes, I have a recording of that show and wow. sent it to me. And so I've listened to it like recently, and it's uh, I've still never been to a comedy show like that in my entire life. Um, and I don't know how I would deal with that on stage, people just screaming the whole time. But uh, yeah, man, he handled it like I'm it, picture- was, it was almost like it was almost like a rock 
comedy shows. Now you, I'm picturing like in the Blues Brothers where he's playing behind a chain link fence, yeah, and throwing bottles. At yeah, him. yeah. Well, that, uh, by the way, nice place to uh, name drop Mitch Hedberg. I know in, uh, in, one uh, of my Minnesota favorites. here. Yeah, sure. One of my favorite stories about the green room here is that uh, the Mitch Hedberg lamp yes. they got there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Where I get I, they told me the first time I was here. There's just like I don't know if, if whoever's listening, if you guys have never told this story, the the green room here is they you know they set it up. They got a nice little couch and a comfortable place for you to be backstage. Yep. Um, but then the lighting is are these fluorescent lights, which are harsh. You know, like yeah. fluorescent lights are just known to be harsh. And so there's like a nice lamp in the corner of the green room. And uh, it, it looks kind of odd. And you're like, where did that lamp come from? Is that like from someone's old house? But they, they yeah. told me when I got here that uh, Hedberg was in the green room, thought the lights were too harsh. So walked on back to his hotel room, stole a yes. lamp from the hotel uh-huh. room. And brought it back <laughs> to have a little more mellow lighting, uh-huh. which totally makes sense for Mitch Hedberg. And it's like, a, I don't know, there's something about that lamp where, like, I would pay, I would pay like a thousand dollars for that lamp. There's yeah, right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. it feels like this comedy relic. It's awesome. Yes. Um, and last time I was here, you should. Did you rub it and make a wish? <laughs> no, I should do that. I should do that. Um, last time I was here a year ago, this week, uh, I turned it on. And um, it worked the first day, and then the second day I turned it on, and it didn't work. And I tried to turn it on last night, and it didn't work. And I wonder if that was the last time it's been turned on, or if it just needs a – it's got to be an easy fix. Lamps are easy to fix. Hmm. It's just a quick little connection or change of a light bulb. Yeah, there's we guys – look into that. That light – that lamp should be working. There's guys that have shops that fix, fix lamps that are dying for business right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no way it's an expensive. There's no way that like they're like sweet a lamp and then what do they charge? Ten bucks. bucks Ten bucks. Yeah. yeah, it can't be much. I'm sure any of us could open that up and be like, oh, this thing's supposed to be soldered to this thing. Yeah, probably. Or this light bulb needs to be changed. Whether it works or not, it obviously can never leave that room. No, it can't. No, it should be there forever. But it should be working. That's my. I'm gonna start a Kickstarter <laughs> for the Mitch Hedberg lamp. We're gonna raise ten dollars. No, I'm like I'm not willing to. <laughs> I'm not willing to pay for it but hey uh you just mentioned kickstarter and uh a quick uh, re- reference back to when the first episode of no, La- no laugh track you were on with erica you had never heard of a prairie home companion i show, yeah i still have the, never heard the, it the show that but i know uh, that's what she's known for right 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 <laughs> uh and uh i'm curious do you do you know about mystery science theater Mystery Science Theater 3000? Yeah. yeah, of course I do. Yeah. I, I loved that when okay. I was a kid. Did you and hear the big news? I saw they're doing a Kickstarter to try to get it back. Yes. I wonder what they're trying to get it back on. Like, just do another pilot? Or are they trying to get it back on a network? What are they trying no, to do? No, they anywhere. Any, well, this, just to make it. Uh, yes, because I actually it. nerded out and watched the whole five-minute video that Joel put oh, on. Cool. And uh, no, he they want to, if they get like three million or something like that, they can do three episodes. Okay. And, I don't know. They're trying to get like, Really? It costs a million dollars an episode? Maybe it's not that, that much. I think it, it was like five million and they're going to do a dozen okay. is what they're hoping for. And All they're right. going to put them uh, just online. Yeah. And then they're hoping that, you know, from that, that some network is going to be like, hey, these guys are still oh, really man. popular. Let's sign them up and give them a contract. And With all the, the shows on, on, I mean, between Netflix and Hulu and AOL and w- w- however many other, yeah, web things that I don't, I don't even know about, I'm yeah. sure someone could pick up yeah. uh, Mystery Science Theater. I, that, that's, that show's had a cult following forever. Absolutely. I've been, I was looking at the, uh, have you ever contributed to a Kickstarter, by the oh, way? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, like what? Never, never like a famous person's one, though. I kind of, and these guys, Mystery Science Theater guys are probably not just millionaires sitting around, but like, when you hear like, you know, like Zach Braff is doing one, right. for, I'm like, I, I don't contribute right. to those. Uh, but a lot of my friends who have wanted to get their bands, albums recorded or wanted to make a web series yeah. or whatever, if it looks like a cool project, um, 
I contribute to those. The only ones I contribute to with people I don't know are um, I love this, and actually I'll I'll plug one now that has nothing to do with me, but like uh, uh, a lot of times that's one of the coolest things about the comedy community coming when they 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 come together on like uh, when a comedian's kind of in trouble. Like um like right now my buddy uh, Eric Bergstrom in New York is going through chemo for. Uh, uh, he's just cancer, which it looks. I think it's it's. I think it's the Hodgkin's lymphoma, the kind that you can cure. That has a very high success rate, okay. so he should be fine. Good, good. He's going through all the chemo. He's like already halfway through it, but um, but he didn't start his own. It wasn't a Kickstarter. It was like an indie, whichever one, whichever one. GoFundMe, yeah, something. one of the GoFundMe's. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, I love when the so another comedian was like, let's help this dude out. And you know they're raising a ton of money for him. Yeah, it's I, awesome. Uh, and I've seen that happen with, um, yeah, a lot of comedians uh, who like will get into bad accidents. You know, whether it's a car accident or or get or come down with some some uh, cancer or whatever. Um, I love when uh, I love when the comedy community comes together for the. I, I know it's not exactly Kickstarter, but the fundraise, the, right, right. the, the the fundraising, same campaigns. idea. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so I contribute to the. I usually contribute. Even if it's like ten or twenty bucks, contribute to those because I'm the people that they don't know. If it's like a close friend of mine, I'll contribute whatever yeah. I can. Um, but I love that in the comedy community. Just even like the open micers or someone who's just like a friend of a friend or is like not even a friend of a friend, just like oh, it's another comedian. I feel like I feel a connection to that person. Yeah, yeah. And and, I, and if I went through that, I, I wish people would help me. So uh, I love uh, I love the crowdsourcing for that kind of stuff. But yeah, usually a friend's cool project or. Um, uh, uh, comedian in need. I think those. I think those things are great. Could you loan me? This sets up my next question. Could you loan me eight thousand dollars? Because mm. that's the highest thing that they have on the Mystery Science Kickstarter. Oh, what do you get for that? You get to be... maybe you should start a Kickstarter to raise eight thousand dollars. Brilliant for that Kickstarter. It's a very meta Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> and so you... on and so on. Yeah. What do you get for eight? They. Grand? Uh, you get to be. You get to be on, in one of the movies. All right. You get to write. I think you get to write a joke that they use okay. so you can write like, like uh i could like if we're let's say you know you and i are best buddies that bust each other's balls all the time yeah sure i could write a joke that literally just you and i are gonna get and they'd have to do it in their movie now, yeah how freaking cool would that be that is pretty that's pretty cool yeah. i mean th- that's the thing for eight grand i guess there's a whole lot more than that I think you get to go to a premiere and all this other crap I, the 50 dollar one is what i think i'm doing you get a t-shirt sure. All right, T-shirt. Hey, fifty bucks you get to contribute to a thing you like. You'll get to act, you know you'll get to watch them when they come out, yeah. and you get a shirt to show his work. That's pretty cool. For eight grand, though, man, that's a that's about what that should cost to to kind of ruin their show for a second. <laughs> you know, yeah. You're like, okay, for eight thousand, eight thousand dollars is so useful to us that I, I guess the trade off is we'll let you ruin our show for one <clears throat> one. Second. How much would I have to pay you for you to tell a joke I just made up on, on stage? Like on stage here? Yeah. I don't know, like fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. Well, here's a. Am I allowed to say that you told me that you wrote? No, the jo- oh, no, 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 no. It just slides in. That's that's <laughs> what I assume they're going to do on this uh, episode. Then, yeah, maybe you know, they're not going to be like, all right, here's the joke I from know, Joe Schmo. Put a caption at the bottom of the screen. Yeah. No, you're right. I guess I do see that. Yeah, no. Uh, for me to do that in the middle of a show and like ruin the momentum. Yeah, I, I guess it would cost a significant amount. But the other side of that is for eight thousand dollars, you can really try to write a joke that fits into their script and stuff. And maybe, maybe it's maybe it works really well. Yeah. Maybe it's just not 
maybe it, the joke doesn't hit as hard as some of the other ones, but but I would I would rather do that if I were you. Yeah, yeah. Try to be like, I'm gonna get a joke mm-hmm. in there. They're gonna they're gonna hire me as a writer after this one. Ah, yes. Can you use it as a credit after that? <laughs> Dale, <Or> yeah. <laughs> But you pay. No, that's for part. It. That's one of the things they they say is that in the uh, you'll be listed in the IMDb. That that's interesting. You yeah. will be. Yeah, sure. You definitely you wrote for the show. Uh huh. Much like your story that you told on the first episode you were on. What was that? I don't remember the, all uh, I told you last. I time. only know because I listened back to it a few yeah. days ago. Uh your credit in a gay porn movie. Oh yeah, but I was I was, I talked about it. So I've turned that into a bit since the last time I was here. Oh. Interesting. I actually I talked about it on Sage last night. Um. Not only was I mean I was in it, right? I didn't do porn. I was in it as an extra, fully clothed, non-sex scene. I'm yeah. not, you know, but, but yeah, that's my. I think that's my first. I, I thought it was my first IMDb credit, but I think I, I think oh. when I was in college, I was an extra in like a film professor's movie, and technically I'm on that. But my first, my first real IMDb credit. That uh, was an uh, extra in a gay porn. I think I'm listed as VIP bar patron. <laughs> and my manager has told me multiple times that she wants to take it off or she wants to get it off IMDb. And I, I told her I would really be upset if she took it off. <laughs> Good. I, because your first credit is in your little bio on IMDb is what it says you're known for. So it says it doesn't say for them. It says like Adam Newman known for adult film genre and whatever. <laughs> and I, like, I love that. Yeah. It's caused a few problems, though, like. When I work, if I've done something that's like with like a studio I've never worked with before, they'll they'll like look to see if I'm on IMDb and they'll see like Adam Newman adult film and they'll be like, oh that's not that guy. So they'll just they'll they'll be like it's a different Adam Newman and they'll create. Oh. So I've had like I've had like eight IMDb's. Like every time I'll do something, someone will just create a new profile for me because they'll assume that guy is a different guy. And so every every like year or so, they'll have to combine all the. It's so not a big problem to me. I couldn't care less. I think it's funny, but uh, <laughs> I think when your people are trying to get you cast on something, they like to they like to forward a, co- a coherent, cohesive IMDb page, which I just will probably never have because of that gay porn. <laughs> gay porn has ruined people's lives a lot worse than that. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> so that's a that's that's not a huge problem, I guess. Yeah, this isn't a sort. This isn't the case where you're like someone brings it up out of nowhere. Like, you know, Mm-mm. you're 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 uh, you're wearing it proudly. Yeah, for good reason. Oh yeah, I've, I'm talking about it on stage. All like now, it's yeah, it's turning into a bit that I would like to do in the next, like on the next whatever special or whatever. Now you know what was uh, what I thought was really interesting. Listening back, by the way, I'm super proud. It had very little to do with me and a lot to do with you and Erica. That episode that we did like yeah. a year ago is. I'm. It's really good. It's a good episode. Yeah, really Sweet. good. Like it's one I should be sending out to. Yeah, it's, seriously. Really Maybe good. I should listen to it. And uh, but one of the things. Oh that... no, I can't listen to podcasts. <laughs> I don't. I, I. I mean, I'd have to start subscribe. I'd have to. I'd have to give set me your it. phone. I'll show you. How. I'd have to set it up on iTunes. Like all you literally have to do is. Hit. I think I just I keep seeing on if I'll click like the tab by mistake it'll be like uh, in order to listen to iTunes click this I literally have to click like okay and yeah. then I can be and then I can just go to mm-hmm. but I haven't done that yeah yet. no it's been about a year you're sticking with cancel instead I'm listening to music now yeah have you found anything recently that you like oh my anything God, new I'm obsessed with it this band's not that new I think they've been around a while but they're still they're still together but I've been obsessed with this band the Sword. The sword, they're like a, they're just like a kind of doomy groove metal rock band. I, that's I like what I imagined. Yeah, I think they're from Austin, Texas. 
I was they're hoping you were like gonna say the... Oslo. No, no, no. Now they're in the vein of like a like a Queens of the Stone Age or okay. something. You know, they're I th- I think they got kind of a following because I think they opened for Metallica on a couple tours or something. I don't know much about them. I've, they're one of the only bands that I love that I've never seen live. Oh, okay. I, just, I was gonna ask you that. I just I like I don't know. I was like playing around on my uh, on my. On iTunes, I think I was just, it was like late at night and I was listening to, uh, I, I like doom metal a lot, which is, no one looks at me and thinks of me as a doom metal guy, but I was listening to this band Sleep I like a lot, and it was just like a, recommended if you like Sleep, right, right. and I was like, alright, and I just bought like four albums, and I've just been basically listening to them for a while. <laughs> have you done the uh, Apple Music thing where you get access to everything? No, I don't Then you do. don't have to buy the, you don't have to buy all the Dude, albums. I'm behind... This is the thing. This is the first year of my life that I've ever started feeling old. I don't do the Apple Music thing. I don't. I still have never done Pandora. I don't do. What's the other one? Um, what's the other one that everybody lists? Spotify. Spotify I don't do. Yeah. Uh, There's probably an Snapchat, Adam Newman chat, bad- Periscope. All this. These are the first things where I'm just like, I don't need any of that stuff. Why wow, those kids are playing around? I'm not old. I'm 32. That's a. That's a. You sh- I can I can keep up with technology yeah pretty well still yeah. and, I, and I'm not you know but uh yeah some of the phone stuff I'm trying to just not be on all the time the Snapchat thing I don't get at all I don't I don't understand that at all I've seen people have I just thought it was for taking nude pictures and then they're supposed to be able to erase them I don't that's understand. definitely how it started I yeah. think. Um, I don't know what else people do on I, and I just what because your message erased like vanishes after you send it why i don't what why why do you need your message to erase i don't understand i've been on the road with up until this week this week i'm solo just here doing the weekend but um i've been on a tour with a bunch of dudes for the last few months and uh yeah one of the guys just kept showing me he's like oh here comes a snapchat he's like and he'd have to he'd like look at it and he'd be like oh man like his like girlfriend would be sending him whatever and i'd be like can i see it and he's like well it's gone I'm like, oh, oh, weird. So like the next one would come and he's like, here comes one. You want to see it? And he like, we just watch it once. And I'm like, and you can't show it again. This is gone. I mean, that sucks. Yeah. Except you can do the screen grab thing. I guess. No. You know, I like the old school way where a girl just sends you a video of her playing with herself. <laughs> That's not a thing that happens uh, to me anyway. One of my uh, uh, early a video and you can watch it over and over again and show it to all your friends and post it on the Internet. No, it's not at all. <laughs> nothing that I would ever. Well, I would watch it over and stuff, but I wouldn't post it ever. I, well, I don't know why I just thought of this recently, but I. Um, well, is this episode as good as the one la- from last year? I think so. All right. And they put a little bit of pressure on that now. I feel like we had such a killer one last year. I don't want to repeat stuff. I don't want to do worse. I want it to be a good one. It's, it is a good one. Okay. It is a good one. Just keep telling me every few minutes so I keep the confidence up. <laughs> There's I no mean, laugh track, so I don't know. I, I, put a, I put the title of the thing in there. There you go. You can take that out if, you, if everybody tries to do it. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm going to go back to what I was going to oh, say. Oh, yeah, yeah, before. yeah. I interrupted you. Uh, uh, listening back to the episode that was so good. Okay, yeah, let's talk about that. We start talking about not. <laughs> we're, we, uh, you roll into talking about when someone. We were, we were talking about, because I brought up like when you found the bag of cocaine in someone's uh, oh, jacket, yeah. and then we talked about that. And then you said that, uh, yeah, even one time someone had a heart attack yeah. in my audience. And then you said, in fact, I think I'm going to call my album. Killed. Yeah, killed. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, and then you did it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, all right, well, let's do this one. Let's Now, let's do this one so in a year we can come back to this, right? Uh, I I think I'm going to name my next. So my I have a new bit now. 
I don't want to blow material on a podcast, but whatever. I, I don't think I'm, I'm doing. So, oh yeah. So to go. Okay. So yeah, I had a. I had an audience member die, and so one little side. I, I tell the audience, I had the eyes. I had an audience member die at a show. Um, I killed, so that's good. But then here's. But then I tell the whole story about what happened. So yeah. I thought killed was a cool name for the album, which because, you recorded here, which I recorded here, and I have with me here. Uh, this is yeah, recorded a year ago, and this is my first time back, and now yeah. I have it with me. Perfect on vinyl, which rules so hard. Uh, Dan at a stand up records, yes. the Minneapolis record yes. label. Yeah, um, so I put out the digital CD version with Rooftop Comedy, where I did the first one, but then uh, actually I was here while I was recording it, and Dan from Santa Records just came to hang out. Yeah. We had met at a festival, and he was like, I'd love to put out the vinyl. Yeah, and I he was does like, that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was actually here a few weeks ago at uh, the State Theater with, uh, I've been opening for Bo Burnham a lot. Oh, okay. Um, and um, yeah, Dan, uh, I met up with Dan, and, and uh, yeah, he, I mean, he's already obvious. He saw the vinyl before me because yeah, yeah. he sent them to me, but um. Uh, yeah, man, he put it out and it came out fucking great. It's, awesome. Everything looks great. It's uh, uh, the comedy's okay, but it, it all <laughs> came out really good. Um, are you bringing? Uh, are you? Ha- uh, do you have the correct colored sharpie to sign these for people when they're? I here? do. Well, yeah. these ones I can just do a black sharpie. Okay. The old album, the first album on the black, I had to, I had to get like gold and silver metallic yeah. sh- sharpies and stuff for that, which is cool. Uh, but uh, no, I got yeah, I got it. It's great. Uh, Dan and and stand up did, did a great job, and it's fun to have him here. But um, so now th- oh, and by the way, the first time I was here, so this last time I was here, I was doing the album recording. Then the first time I was here, I was submitting for my half hour special on Comedy Central, so I had to tape all the shows and submit it. I had to do what I was going to do for the special, and this is the first time I've been to this club where I just can have. I mean, I've had fun every time, but I can just kind of have fun and have no pressure, and uh, I'm not recording anything. Yeah. And, and so last night was a lot more fun crowd stuff. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, it was great. But um, so I'm showcasing to do – I'm, I'm working on the spe- – I'm doing a special next year, an hour special. I'm not sure what the home for it's going to be yet. We're working on that. But uh, I think I know – I think that one is going to be called Fuzzies. Okay. okay? All right. And so in a year – Check back in and see if that special is called Fuzzies. Fuzzies. I was going to call it Stink Ditch, but I think now I'm going to call it Fuzzies. Fuzzies. It's based based on the same joke. Okay. But I don't want to spoil it here. That's fine. Is it a joke people will hear this week? Yeah. Yeah. Stink Ditch is a thing a lady that I know called her vagina. (laughs) But then another part of that joke talks about these little things I'm calling Fuzzies. Okay, I'm not giving away any of the joke, but there's a lot you could use your imagination uh-huh. with and try to put something together there. Yeah. You're probably not putting the exact right thing together probably there. Probably not. But I haven't I haven't ruined any of the joke, and I think I've made it sound uh, interesting. Uh huh. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Intriguing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's see if the special's called Fuzzies in about a. Hopefully, I'll be here same weekend next next year. Can you tell the story uh, about Wolf Cop? Because I that joke is hilarious. You don't need to do the joke. But I just saw on Twitter that there was an interesting follow-up. You met? Yeah. Yeah. Can you talk about that? I can talk about this. I think I, there, I, there is no – I don't think there's anything I'm not allowed to talk about with this. I don't want to jinx anything, but who cares? I, I think uh, I think it's fine. So I did a – there's a movie on Netflix called Wolf Cop where I do a, like a five-minute joke about – which is basically the premise is um, – 
you know, like every werewolf movie, the best scene is the transformation scene, right? And in, and I'm not going to do this like the joke, but in yeah, Wolf yeah. Cop, you, you never see, in any of those transformation movies, you never see the dick change. Even like the Incredible Hulk, any of these things where anybody changes, you never see the dick change, which is how that's supposed to be. But in Wolf Cop, they fucking show it. They sh- first, they show it first. They show him turn, they show a dude turn into a werewolf dick first. And it's like the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I saw it on Netflix like late one night and I started telling it on stage as a bit and it yeah. started doing well. And so... I'll tell you what I did is, like, a very early version of the joke I taped at a club, and I put it online thinking – I put it online, like, real quick. Think Usually I'll wait till I do a joke on TV or something. I won't just post a video from a club. But I was like, everyone's going to see this movie. All the comedians are going to see this movie and start talking about it. And so I just want to make sure I have a bit up there in case everyone starts doing a bit nice. about it, yeah, yeah. which is a weird mentality, but nobody's done it. It, it was about a year <laughs> ago. Like, nobody's done it. But so I put the bit online, and a buddy of mine – uh, emailed me and he was like, "Hey man, I know one of the guys that produced that movie. I'm gonna send it to him." And I was like, "All right, that's awesome." How the, old is the movie, by the way? It came out like just last year. It came oh. out 2014. Or okay. Something. And uh, and it shows like it's like a B horror movie, and it shows a fest. It's done pretty well though. It's like a good B horror movie, and it's really tongue. Like they know exactly. They weren't like, "Hey man, it would be badass if his dick." Cha-. They were like, they know yeah. that that is ridiculous and over the top. Like yeah, yeah. and right. All right, I, th- I I know now that, but I I thought that when I watched it, that was the tone I got. Um, and uh, so he sent it to his buddy, and then all of a sudden, like the movie Wolf Cop is retweeting it, and the producers are tweeting at me like, "Dude, this is hilarious!" Whatever, like half the cast, the producers, the writer, director, ev- all everyone from Wolf Cop starts following me on Twitter and like tweeting at me and like retweeting the joke and saying like, "This is so cool!" Love and I'm it. like, and. If that's as far as it went, that rules. You yeah. do a joke about a thing and the people acknowledge it and they like it. Holy shit, that's that's amazing. Yeah. Um, but then um, one the director or something like I couldn't tell if I couldn't tell the tone. I didn't know if he was joking or if it was real. He was like, "We got to get you in the we're in the sequel." And I was like, "What? We're getting in the sequel? We'll make it like a victim or something?" And I was like, "Okay." And I was like, and then I direct messaged him. I was like, like in all seriousness. Here's a reel, and my I go back to here's my IMDb. Here's and here's like my agent info. Like, I will. I don't care if I make money on this. Like, whatever. And he was like, "Well, we film in Moose Jaw, Canada. We all live in Saskatoon, Canada. Uh, if you're ever here, whatever." And I was like, "All right, it's probably not gonna happen. We're never gonna be there." Then what happened was, uh, I got asked to go. I've been touring with Bo Burnham on and off for the last two years. And so I'm I'm actually in the I'm taking a week off it to be here this week, but I'm meeting back up after this. We were we, I've been on a two month tour with Bo Burnham. We were in Saskatoon, Canada, Moose Jaw, Canada, and Regina, where a lot of them live. And so I met up with the director, producer, writer of Wolf Cop last week, and um, they're in touch with my agent, and they're they're trying to they're not even talking victim anymore. They're legitimately seeing. If there's like a meteor part, they can get me in no the movie. Like shit. we're we're in like actual talks to be like, when are we going to tape the movie? When are they going to film the movie? Am I going to be available for it? How are we going to actually work this out? No way. Um, and literally, they're 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 actually doing some. All this is coming together so weird. They're doing some crowdsourcing and, and fundraising for it right now. They're close to getting ready to film. The script is done for the second one. Um, I don't want to jinx it. There's no definite. But there is a very good possibility, and we're already talking that uh, I will at least be a victim, possibly get a part in Wolf Cop 2, based on just having done a stand-up joke about the movie, which is great. And so I want to do a whole joke about that and be like, you know, I don't know what the punchline, but something like, so moral of the story is uh, if you do a joke about a movie, you can be in it. So my next joke will be about whatever movie 
Jennifer Lawrence is in or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, yes, uh, yes. but uh, <laughs> so let's cut to a year and see if I have a special named Fuzzies on Netflix and I'm in Wolf Cop 2. That would be pretty sweet to do this podcast next year and be talking about that. That would be unbelievably awesome. On, or next year, uh, I'm back here featuring for $100 for the weekend. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't get the part and nobody wanted my special. <laughs> Either way, I hope I'm back here next year. And that'll be my, and then, like you said, my credit will be, uh, you were pretty good on the podcast last year. <laughs> <laughs> You've peaked. <laughs> <laughs> this might be it. I might have peaked. <laughs> Um, oh, but no, funny. but because, because of that scene where his dick changes first, I would, my, I told him, I told the, the, the writer, I was like, if it is possible in the second movie, if I could be a victim where the wolf rips my dick off, that would, that's my, that's my dream. <laughs> that would be, the, that's the best thing I can think of that w- could happen. I hope this happens. I do too. God, I really I hope do. this happens. That would be I, fantastic. I, I, I just think it's and on and also if all that happened, what a great like that's a that's a that's like a fifteen minute story on stage or it's a one man show. I don't know. It's a story. It's like a, <laughs> it's yeah. already turned into like a fun story and to kind of be literally like kind of not knowing how it ends right now. But um, it's just like an interesting thing. It's not. It's not. It's not like if you get the movie, you're I'm gonna. I probably. I'll hopefully break. Hopefully they'll you know pay for me to go out there or whatever. But hey, uh, it's, hey, but it's definitely it's like a B horror movie. It's not we're a low budget film. It's not like we're talking a big Hollywood. Uh, I would literally be f- going to Moose Jaw Canada for a couple of days to film a B horror movie, and it's the thing that I want to do more than anything in the world right now. <laughs> and leave with the Moose Jaw sweatshirt. Yeah. Oh, but but uh, oh, so we performed in uh, the show that we did in Regina. Rhymes with Vagina, Canada. Um, they all came to the show. The uh, not the uh, some of the cast came. The writer, producer, director came. The a bunch of a bunch of other producers came, and the special effects guy, the guy that built the dick, oh, came. Wow! And they just they you know they had a blast at the show. Uh, I brought them backstage after the show. Um, yeah, it was just like a really. They gave me some swag. They gave me some like shirts of it. They have a the movie has like a fake uh, store called like Liquor Donuts. It's like a booze donut place. They gave me like a t shirt and they nice. gave me like a they gave me like a sher- sheriff's badge, like a wolf cop sheriff's badge that they made. I was like, it was awesome to do a joke about a about a thing, and then that thing just becomes a part of your life. Yeah. Holy shit! I don't know. It was pretty cool. How many stars is Wolf Cop on Netflix? You know, I've seen people post pictures of the screen going like, um, going like, I'm about to watch this movie, and you can see that it has like one and a half or two. But then on mine, I went back to rewatch a scene of it the other day for the joke, and um, it's a five on mine. But I wonder if that's because I rated it five oh, stars. Yeah, I don't. So know how I don't that works. know. Hmm. I don't know. But that's the kind of movie that if you rate it only a few stars, you're an idiot. Like fuck that, because it's uh, y- you know what you're getting when you go in. It's a tongue in cheek, funny. But like super well done. It's well. It's it's nice. It's good. <laughs> I saw that you uh, you're not li- a year ago at this time. You were living in New York. Yeah, you do not live there anymore. Now I live in L.A. I moved in L.A. I moved to L.A. in like June or July. I lived there for like. Uh, I mean, I still. I technically li- that's where my apartment and my stuff is. But I was there for like a month, month and a half, and then Bo asked me to go on tour. So oh. I've, I've been on the road for the last few months. But yes, I live in L.A. Technically now, <laughs> and once I think maybe sometime in December, sometime in mid December, I'll go home again. Feed the cat. Yeah, that cat would be very dead right now if I had one. 
I lost the cat. I had a cat in New York, but the cat is still in New York. Oh, you really did? Well, yeah, I had a, I mean, yeah, I don't want to, we don't need to get into this, but I had the, I had a girlfriend and stuff in New York, and now I don't have that girl, I don't have that girlfriend or the cat anymore. I saw, uh, (laughs) but everybody, but they're all doing great. That's good. I think, I don't know. I saw They might not be, I I hope they are. I I watched a video of you sitting on a couch being, uh, what did I, I wrote it down here, (laughs) Dr. Gardner, child therapy. Oh yeah, that just came. I just someone uh, that came out yesterday. Yeah, a couple of months ago. That's funny. A few months. Oh, was it funny? Cool. Yeah. Uh, a few months ago in L.A., yeah, a buddy asked me to do his web series where it's, it's called Child Therapy, and uh, it's just like they, he got a bunch of comedians and we're just like laying on a, like a therapist couch, but the it was like a six year old kid, the girl, and, uh, little girl. It was a guy. He's actually he's a, he was a boy with a flower in his hair. So don't worry about it. But he was a boy. Um, what? Huh? Really? Yeah, it was a boy. Uh, I actually wasn't sure there too because, and this is don't feel bad. Really? Yeah, is a boy. Um, Maybe I want. Okay, I promise, is a boy. He's sitting there with a flower in his hair, and he's six or five, so there's not like a whole lot of. Uh, there's no like facial hair or anything for you to think. He's a yeah. <laughs> the Adam's apple. Hasn't We're not popped. here to make fun of a six-year-old who we thought was a girl. But no, uh, no, no. But he's no, sitting no, there no. with a flower in his hair. Whatever. But um, no, it was a it was a six-year-old boy. With a flower in his hair, I don't know why. Um, but uh, yeah, he was giving me therapy, giving me advice, and uh, yeah, it's a fun idea for a web series. I hope it does well. Everybody working on it was really was really cool, and uh, yeah, we did a few months ago, and they just someone just tweeted at me that it came out yesterday. So it's always funny when adults say dirty things in front of kids, yeah, especially when they're not my kids. I saw it, and they, it's funny, but I, I went pretty dirty with that kid, and I'm surprised. I'm surprised they cut a lot of it out. Was there any like mm, don't go here? Or? No, we went in going in. It was like, uh, no, I, my, this kid has heard it all. Yeah, no, no. My attitude going in was not to like say shocking things to a kid. I wanted to be like, <laughs> I wanted to be like sneaky about. I wanted, you know what I mean? Like instead of, I think I did a th- scene. With, I think the one they kept was like I was basically saying like I got out of a breakup. Basically, when can I start go banging other girls? But I want I didn't word it like that. I was like, when can I go start having fun? If oh, you know what again. I mean, I was like, but that made it funnier because I was like, I was like, if you know what I mean, and he was like, I know what you mean. He doesn't know what I mean, you know. And I was like, what can I do for fun? If you know what I mean, he's like, you can play Monopoly with your parents or whatever. And I was like, that's so much funnier than being like, you know, hey, can I go fuck other girls? Because right, right. he would just be like, then then the the joke I guess would be his reaction to it, yeah, or, yeah. or like his like, you know just being uncomfortable but it was more fun when he could give you like a real like try to give you real <laughs> advice so i thought it was a better tone to not be super dirty yeah no it's really i like sometimes dirty is funny but actually sometimes be you know not just just hinting at it lets it be funnier yeah. so you gotta find that line i guess have you worked with a kid before oh my god yeah tons of times um well i, I worked at college humor for uh years um as an actor and then also uh i was their casting director for a few years so i mean not only did i work with kids on set like like as an actor um i've casted kids and auditioned kids tons and tons of times so um yeah did you want did you work at college humor with streeter oh yeah of course oh yeah yeah oh right has he been here yeah man yes love streeter's killing i mean he's at snl now yeah sarah schneider too who's one of the the i don't know what her title i know she's a writer but i don't know how but she's She's one of the writers that just gets tons of stuff on the air right now. Um, oh, right Streeter, Seidel, and Sarah Schneider are both, uh, yeah, uh, over at SNL now. Um, I worked, yeah, and then Dan Gerwich was the head writer at College Humor when I was there, and now he's at, um, 
he's a writer for Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, Love which is uh, which that you've been on. Yeah, they. I mean, always unrecognizable, but I've been on f- probably five or six episodes uh, in so much makeup you would not know. Did who you do I this am, season? I did a few. Uh, I did a few things earlier this season before I before I moved. I think they just brought back like the space gecko and stuff. Like yeah, I was yeah. probably in like a big mascot <laughs> costume and stuff. But last year, I, the first season, I got to do some more things like actual, like you know, with lines and in character. And yeah. stuff. Like I'd be like Ronald McDonald, but obviously I would look like you wouldn't know who I am. Right, right. I just look like Ronald McDonald, but we got to do more stuff. But um, yeah, a lot of those college humor writers are doing. Uh, uh Brian Murphy has a new. Sh- he was a writer. He has a new show on. MTV, the middle of the night show, that talk show where they wake people up in the middle of the night and make them do a talk show. Oh, is that uh, what that is? Just... Owen Parsons was a writer there. He just won an Emmy writing for the Daily Show. Like Damn. those writers are all over the place. Yeah. Now, Adam Conover has his new show on True TV. Adam ruins everything. Oh yeah. Um, those are all college humor people. Holy I'm on the road God. all the time. This is what I'm doing. I mean, I'm in. I'm you know, but uh, yeah, a lot of the college humor people branched out, and we all, a lot of us, see each other pretty regularly. Very cool. Josh and Vince, the guy that. Uh, uh, they were writers and directors and stuff at College Humor. They're they're directing episodes of Adam's show. So like everybody's still pretty pretty active. That's really cool. What uh... and a few people are dead. <laughs> <laughs> that might act. I don't know. I don't think that's true. But I guess <laughs> I guess it could be. <laughs> yes, we're all eventually gonna die. Anyway, thanks for listening. Depends to the what year you're listening <laughs> to this. We all could be dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, what made, what, what, uh, why'd you move? Why didn't you stay in New York? A few reasons. Uh, I would say as much as like the New York to LA move makes a lot of sense for a lot of comedians, like career wise, like, I guess that's part of it. There's more things to audition for, um, you know, like, I, of course, I'm trying to get cast on a TV show and I have a couple of scripts I've written that I'd like to sell. So being in LA is really good for that. But uh, in all honesty, my main reason for moving was I, I was just tired of living in New York. And New get- York's great, and for stand-up, it's a great place to develop as a stand-up, but it is an exhausting place to live. I love New York. Also, I hate New York. It's an exhausting place to live. Yeah. Your ass is handed to you every single day, and I was sick of riding the subway every day, and I was sick of... Uh, just being, just feeling cramped and claustrophobic, and everything's crazy expensive, and yeah. and, and my rent was rent had gone up every year for nine years I had lived there. Um, you know, I was in a good relationship, but it was like kind of at like a weird little stalled point. There's just like a, it was just like a good reason to good. It was the lease was up, and it was a good time <laughs> to go. just make a big change and yeah. move. So I did. Got a car now. Got a car. Yeah. 2013 Honda Civic, baby. Nice. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. I drove it from New York. To, I bought it in New York and drove cross country to LA. I made it all the way there. There you go. It's pretty good. Honda yeah. Civic. It's not bad. Living large. It's I got a I got a Honda Civic and a tiny little studio apartment. I felt like I had like a little LA starter kit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I was like, oh, this is how you get started. Uh-huh. You know, maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll make a little money in the next few years and get a little, do do start start, I don't know, move up to a move up to a two bedroom and a and a mini coupe. I don't know what happens <laughs> next. But I, honestly, I don't, you know, I'll never be the, I'm probably never going to be the kind of guy that needs like some crazy car. Honestly, the a reliable, comfortable car and a comfortable apartment is I saw good. that uh, 
You didn't have a place like Amy Schumer is selling right now in New York. I saw online two million dollar. Uh, she's selling her two million dollar place. I didn't know she had that in New York either. In New York, yeah. I would love to have. I that sounds. I pro- I don't know. Well, you know what though, two million dollar place in New York. I bet is not as nice as you, one and a half bath. Uh, it has huh. a it has a uh, uh, de- not a deck, but kind of like an outdoor patio, yeah. like an outdoor patio with some plants out there. I looked at the pictures. Okay, fireplace, fireplace in the bedroom. Right. Yeah. Okay. That is for New York, very luxurious. Yeah. One and a half bedroom, a little deck with some plants and a fireplace. How much is that in Minneapolis? Mm-hmm. That's not a two million dollars. No. No. Definitely no. But in yeah, in New York it's that's crazy. I mean I, I lived in a tiny one bedroom apartment with my girlfriend and it was it was, you know, nineteen hundred dollars a month. It's expensive to live in New York. Yes. Do you um that was in Brooklyn. Brooklyn, yo. The nice part though. And that was a steal. Like that we that was like cheaper than anybody I knew. Did you ever go to Brooklyn Nets games and see Kevin Garnett when he played there? T- uh, tons of times. Yeah, really? Uh, I mean, I grew up in New Hampshire, so I've been a Celtics fan my whole life, which is not a great time for that right now. But um, <laughs> but uh, so when Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce came to the Celtics and Doc Rivers was a coach, I would come uh, all the time. Wait, was Doc Rivers a coach of the Nets? No, no, he Celtics. Was a, he was a Celtic. Yeah, I'm sorry. He was a coach of the Celtics, and then went uh, to the, the Clippers. And where is he now? Uh, Clippers. He's still with the Clippers. All right, yeah. cool. Um, he moves when you do. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I am excited. Uh, so, yeah, I would go to Nets games all the time. I've been, And actually, it was cool because uh, uh, it, it, it's actually similar to, similar to, like, Clippers and Lakers. Like, it's pretty cheap to go to Clippers games and crazy expensive to go to Lakers games, even though Clippers are way more fun to watch than Lakers right now. But yeah. uh, but uh, Nets games were super cheap, and I lived I lived half a mile down the street, so I could just walk to a Nets game. Oh, really? Um, and so I, and even playoff games, day of on StubHub, you could get for like forty bucks. So I, I've been to a ton of Nets games. No kidding. And really great games too. Um, so yeah, that was fun. But now going to LA, I I got tickets for like twelve dollars last year for like a throwaway clippers magic game or something and it's the most fun game i've ever been to in my life so i'm, I'm really excited to go to a lot of clippers games now um i'll be a lifelong celtics patriots uh red sox fan but um and i'm not a big hockey fan but uh just because of where i grew up but yeah. um but uh but yeah celtics are rough right now it's fun to be a patriots fan right now though Timberwolves beat the Lakers in their uh, first game of the year really? in L.A. Yeah. I saw, did you see the Kobe Bryant NBA Jam fake video they made? No. They, they, had, a, they had a couple of clips of Kobe Bryant just shooting a bunch of air balls with, like, NBA Jam graphics they put over it with the announcer just, you know, just being like, oh, he sucks or whatever. <laughs> not not Boom Shakalaka? No, it was the opposite of Boom Shakalaka. It really was. You know, it's interesting that uh, he's you... not on fire. He's not on fire. <laughs> I don't think they said that. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned that um, a year ago that the girls in Minnesota are, are very aggressive. Oh yeah. Well, anything? Uh, any updates on that? No. Well, I remember. I just remember last year. Uh, outside. I don't remember what. I, Maybe I think it was like not even to the weekend yet. It was probably like the Wednesday or Thursday. I remember a group of very aggressive girls like like yelling at me to hang out with them. Like it wasn't like it wasn't like nice flirting. Like hey, we're going out tonight. You want to hang out? Or hey, let me buy you a drink. They were just like screaming at me to fucking drink with them. And and uh, I was and uh, they were. They were even, if this makes any sense, dressed very aggressively. Oh, like it was like I was like, <laughs> I was like, these girls want to hurt 
hook up with me. I don't know <laughs> what they were trying to do, but uh, I avoided them pretty hard. They cut you into pieces. Yeah. I was, you know, last year on the road I had a girlfriend and all that stuff too, so I was extra like I'm going to stay very far away from. Right. Me. Yeah, you mentioned that at the time. Um, but things are different now. Things are different now. Let's get those aggressive Minnesota girls out here and uh, see what happens. Uh, first couple I think rows. I remember you guys had a name for them or something, though. Didn't Or someone, someone, maybe it was you, maybe it was one of the managers. Mm. Like, well, those girls were clearly from some part of, some part of Minneapolis or some surrounding area. Mm. It was like some, let's some say, slutty area of this p- place. Let's say Anoka. I don't know. You think that's what it'd be, Eric? I don't know, I feel like someone was like, those gir- those are something girls or something. And I was like, oh, I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means. I just remember, I remember there were some very aggressive girls last time I was here, which is, which you know, you usually get a few flirty girls at the clubs, which yeah. are nice. Which is, it's nice to get that. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's nice to feel wanted. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, a girl thinks you're funny and they want to come talk to you knowing you're leaving town. That's always nice. <laughs> but these girls just were overly, uh. It's probably what it feels like to be a nice lady, <laughs> right? <laughs> just overly aggressive dudes just, like, basically, like, telling you to have a good time and drink <laughs> with them. Right. So that's probably what it felt like. Right. I don't like it. <laughs> you got to treat a lady nice. <laughs> Say, hey, you want to come have a drink and hang out with us and talk about smart stuff? That's what it should be. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> are talking about. There's uh, I saw that you, I saw that you, uh, when you we were talking about, um, Getting jobs, like moving to L.A. and uh, uh, trying out for things. I saw that you tweeted something about how silly these things are getting. You got one for a male bodybuilder. Yeah, I even tweeted the picture of it. I've actually tweeted a few of those. I'm in this, uh, I think when, when I moved to L.A., I got, you know, like, uh, the, um, I, I've never signed up for any of those, like, online casting things, which, I, and I don't use them, but there was a, I have, like, a commercial agent in L.A., and in order for they have like they just have like this online system where they submit you for stuff but in order to be in that system i had to sign up for this castings email which i've never responded to any of them but uh and and but you've you know like your height and weight and your headshot and your race and all, all like all that stuff is on there so designed for by the casting is the most politically incorrect thing in the world like it's literally like we need skinny asian lesbian like you know what it'll say like all the it's all the things you're not allowed to say in real life but that's casting like that's the <laughs> yeah, type yeah, that, yeah. there's that's what we need so we're not going to be like we just need a pretty girl we just need a girl we need the type of person yeah, who know. might come across as gay but people yeah. aren't sure say, nope yeah. we want effeminate asian girl with a lazy eye like yeah. it, they'll just say specifically what they yeah, need yeah. and so but uh but so but they so they use all those things to match you with the role and um this one that I posted yesterday was like, yeah, male bodybuilders. And I was like, what What about any – my thing says I'm 6'1", 120 pounds. Like, why do you think I'm a male – And you can, and, uh, but I had one um, – Child bodybuilder. Yeah, I had one uh, a couple months ago that I posted that was like looking for uh, Santa Clauses for the holidays. And it was like – I was like, I'm a – not only am I – not only am I skinny and young – uh, I'm the Jewish person, Jewish looking person you're gonna find on that thing. Like you want to, you want to, you want to, you want a skinny Jewish Santa Claus? Is that what you want? No, but uh, yeah, the the, uh, the casting things I've gotten since I've gone out there have just been very silly. Have you uh, filmed anything recently? Any commercials? Or I've been on the road for the last few yeah. months. I did uh, the last thing I did is I did a Scrubbing Bubbles commercial, which please do not look for. Oh. It is humiliating, humiliating. I shouldn't have even said that. I'm s- 
I hated it. You know, it's the first thing I'm going to do now when we're done. Here. It's humiliating. They wanted me to do my stand up in it, right? They like what's they, the setting? Like, it's uh, me in a me in a shower doing stand up in the shower no. with with again no laugh track. So it's just me. They literally want. I have I have a whole bit about using my girlfriend's stuff in the shower you know like guys just use two in one and she uses she's got a separate bottle for everything shampoo conditioner face wash body wash moisturizer elbow cream nipple relaxer butt gel that's what i say in the joke right and then it goes further but um they were like you can't say butt gel and i'm like of course i get it you can't say butt gel in a scrubbing bubbles commercial that makes sense to me but then i'm doing the joke on camera and then i'm they're like all right uh the creative said you can't say nipple cream i'm like i can't say nipple no, you can't say nipple. So the joke is, uh, ah, the, my girlfriend uses face wash, body wash, moisturizer, elbow cream. What's the? Where's the joke in that? There's no joke. Obviously, oh, oh, by the way, saying nipple relaxer and butt gel is not enough of a joke either. The joke goes, I'm that's not doing my jokes for you. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. But like, but like, the joke goes further than that. But I'm like, the joke doesn't work if I'm just. That's the thing where if it, you keep it that clean, uh, there is no joke. Like I love the irony be- that it's uh in a scrubbing right, bubble right, right. clean. Yeah, scrubbing bubbles. Well, you know they uh yes they did the com- we did the commercial, whatever. <laughs> oh, but uh, that's not what you're- when you're asking if I filmed anything lately. I don't know if you guys care about commercials, but uh, oh no, that I'm glad you brought that up. But um, kidding? but no, I'm you know um the big project is uh I'm I have an hour special that I'm starting to showcase and send tapes out and see who's interested in that and yeah. I'm hoping to tape an hour special uh next year. And then you know things come from that. You yeah. do the hour special, you get to promote it and do some of the late night shows and do at midnight again and do a lot of that stuff and in the meantime I live in LA so I'm auditioning more and sending out uh, scripts and stuff. So you know hopefully in a year uh, uh, one of one of those things will have come through, and we'll have something to talk about. <laughs> did uh, uh, I just have a, few, a couple more things? Did sure. you have a? I saw you tweeted about uh, your pot card. Yeah. How long have you had that? I got it the second day I moved to LA. <laughs> <laughs> I moved. That's you should. When I asked you why you moved there, you should have just said that. Well, I mean, let's be honest. It's not difficult to find weed anywhere, but no. getting the card was very fun. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge pot guy, but I like it occasionally, and I, I'm i completely for it being legal. I, it, I mean, just from the – it just should be legal. It's a great thing, and it's not dangerous, especially compared to alcohol, and it's as simple as that. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, so I lived in L.A. Uh, my first day I went. You know, I, I, the day I went and signed my lease and set up my apartment a little bit, and you need a California ID to get it, or I brought my lease to prove. If you don't have that, you need a lease. So I literally second day before I even got my California license, uh, my driver's license, I brought in my uh, my lease to prove my residency, and um, yeah, I got my weed card. I don't. This is, this is. Uh, I probably should know this. Is there a fee involved in that? Yeah, it was like forty bucks. And like, and then it's like thirty bucks next year to renew it or yeah. something. This is this is this is it's a, this is not a stand-up story I do, but it's a fun story. Um, uh, I went to the Nirvana Clinic in Los Angeles, and um, you basically go. I walked in. There's like so. This is how it is. you walk in, and there's like a little glass woman behind a booth in the glass thing, and uh, she um, she gives you a form you fill out. It's got like your med- you know like a very simple medical history thing. Just like if you're on any medication or whatever, have you ever used marijuana and whatever? And a uh, very, very simple thing. Um, 
in some whatever paperwork saying that you know that everywhere you go, you have to fill out a thing saying that this is not uh, that uh, marijuana is not legally federally. So technically, you're acknowledging that you're kind of breaking the law, sure. whatever. But I've sure. signed that. You have to every dispensary. You have to do that. So I've signed that all over, all over the place. <laughs> um, uh, even in Denver and Seattle and all the other places have gone that it's legal. But uh, anyway, so you go in, you talk to the lady at the booth, and she's like, "All right, fill out this thing. The doctor will see you in a minute." So I fill out the thing, and she's like, the doctor will see you now. I go into, like, just a regular, like, a room you would go in for a checkup that has the table with the paper on it and a little, right? So I go, and I sit on the, you know, but you keep your clothes on. I sit on the paper. I sit on the paper on the table, and then this uh, this doctor comes in. He looks like he's, like, 25-year-old Korean dude fucking blazed. Like, his eyes are <laughs> re- blazed. And uh, I was like, how are you? And he goes, oh, you don't have to sit on the table. Come over here. And so we sit on these two little chairs facing each other. And he's got a little – and he's just asking questions. And um, he goes, so uh, uh, what, uh, what does marijuana help you with? And I was like, oh, I got a very stressful job, so anxiety, and I have trouble sleeping. And he goes, okay, okay. And he goes, and have you ever – have you tried anything other than marijuana uh, to help you with that? And I go, I've tried everything. <laughs> and then he goes, okay, okay, let me check something. And he, uh, he's got a stethoscope on. He puts it on my back, and he goes, breathe in. I breathe in, breathe out, I breathe out. And he goes, all right, sign this. I signed a thing. And he goes, he goes uh, you're all set. Um he goes, he, and he gave me a, and he gave me like a laminated thing, and then I, he, I was like, "That's it." And he's like, "Yeah." And I go out front, and the lady behind the window hands me a card that already has my face on it, like me looking like an idiot. I was like, "What is this?" And she's like, "Oh, we took a picture while I was at the booth with her earlier. She took a little webcam oh, picture. Wow. Didn't even know." No. So <laughs> I literally in and out, fifteen minutes, had my card, and uh, that was it. She probably didn't want. Yeah, they probably do that on purpose. They don't want people like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although I looked like just from <laughs> not even knowing. But that was it. In and out. Fifteen minutes. Legally allowed to buy marijuana. I need to get. I uh, my birthday is coming up later this month, and this happy is happy birthday year, by you. the way. And this is a year where my driver's license expires, mm. so I need to go in and get it renewed. I bet it takes longer for me to get my driver's license oh, renewed. 100% I'll wait longer in line to get my driver's license renewed than it did for you to get your pot card. Yeah, I, without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. Love it. I did, I mean, I had to go get my license and all that. Well, I didn't know when I moved from New York to California, I was going to have to retake all the written tests. Oh, really? When I moved from Georgia to New York, I just went in and took an eye, you know, basically went in was, you know, read the top line of an eye yeah, chart yeah. and it was done. When I moved to L.A., I had to do the written tests on a computer for both my driver's license and I have a motorcycle license, too, because I used to ride a motorcycle in cool. New York. And um, I failed the motorcycle one. And uh, I waited in line so long. They were like, you can come back tomorrow. And I was just like, forget it. And yeah. so I lost my motorcycle license when I moved to L.A., which sucks. Not that I, I, I'm i done with it. I don't think I want to. I survived it for a year, and I don't really want to ride it. It's but, a good way to look at it. Yeah, but it's it's still just fun to know that I was allowed to ride a motorcycle. And it's on your little actor's resume and stuff. But yeah. That just bums me out that I lost my motorcycle. But but that's the thing. I moved to L.A. I lost my motorcycle license. I lost, But I got my weed license. So <laughs> whatever. Oh, the thing I tweeted though was I was on tour with. Uh, it's actually the the what I've been on tour with. We're in a tour bus. The bus driver is from Florida, and um, he said something about well when we were doing the tour through California. I was like, uh, he saw me just like with a bunch of weed, and he's like, he's like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh no, it's cool. I got my weed card, and I pulled it out, and he goes, let me show you my card, and he pulled out his. He's from Florida, and he pulled out his. Uh, uh, concealed weapons license, <laughs> and I was like, "That is a very different part of the country." <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. 
We have, uh, yeah, some differences here, sir. Yeah. But you got along. Oh, yeah, we're getting along great. I have one more thing I want to bring up to you. This All is right. uh, pop culture current event time. Okay. I don't know why I even set it up like that. But um, have you seen, what do you think of Shia LaBeouf? I mean, did he just do something? Yes, I'm gonna I, tell I don't you even know what he did. I saw the movie where you can where you can see him the the his Johnson. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I wanted to know. No, that's, that's how. That's I, what I was gonna get to. Yeah. No. What's the uh, What's the name of that movie? Not. Uh, it's like a. What's the the sex movie? Yep. Uh, kid uh, I might have it here somewhere. It's called... But I'm going to tell you... I saw... It's a two-parter. I saw that yes. movie. That's a lot, And then I saw the music video where he's got the little girl dancer. I don't... That guy seems like a... Like a Nymphomaniac. Like Nymphomaniac. Volume one and two. I saw those. I enjoyed those for what they were. They were interesting. Um, I uh, I don't really care about that guy. Have you heard what... I he... think he's a good actor, uh, but uh, I, I don't know what he just did. Tell me what he just did. But for the most part, it sounds like it sounds like he's kind of a, a, a kind of a just. I don't care what he does. Yeah, I don't care about that guy. Well, I'm going to tell you something All to right. not care about. Great. All right. Right now, if you were still living in New York and not working this week, you could go sit in a theater with him. He's doing a marathon of all of his movies. It started the other day with the most like re- acting them out or no, watching no. them. Watching them. He's literally sitting in a movie theater. They're a free admission. If you show up and want to wait in line, they're saying there's 50 to 100 people in line constantly. You can go in a theater and watch Shia LaBeouf movies with Shia LaBeouf. Okay. You know what? It seems like a lot of things he does are like performance art That's kind of things. That's what this is, yeah. Okay. So um, I don't particularly enjoy it or, or, or anything, but uh, I guess I can appreciate that, right? That's interesting. <laughs> or maybe it's not interesting, and that's what's interesting about it. Like, let him, whatever. If yeah. that's what he wants to do and people are or people are into it, that's fine. <laughs> I've had dumb ideas that I want to do that I'm like, who really gives a shit? But, right. like, yeah, yeah. Let, he's an eccentric person. So maybe, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's all I think about it. <laughs> that's good enough. Let him have his fun. Let him have his. Let him do his thing. And uh, if you think it's cool and you want to be a part of it, I guess go wait in line or uh, or talk about it on a podcast if somebody asks you about it. But then forget about it later. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. But if he's going to show his dick in another movie, I'll probably go see it. <laughs> I think that's a great way. I to think end I it get here, more then. excited about dicks in movies than boobs now. That's how fucking. Anyway, we already ended the podcast, right? Well, you know, I thought it was going to be a good. That was a good place. Just boobs are everywhere. Dicks, you just rarely get to see. You know, <laughs> not enough. I, I, Bring back the dicks. I'm not sexually attracted to dicks, but I when a di- oh, what did I watch? I watched an episode of uh, The Leftovers, where uh, yeah, you just saw a guy kind of running around with a flaccid dick, and I was just like, man, you never get to see that. You don't see that too often. It was exciting. It was exciting because uh, I honestly get more excited about that as a guy because uh, I mean, I love boobs in a in a, in a uh, I'm attracted. I like boobs, but the the dick. If I see like a guy running around with a flaccid dick, I'm like, I never get to see that, and I get to more for me. Like I get to be like, all right, that's I get to see what another guy's working with. You know, like <laughs> I kind of want to know what every in a non sexual way. I would love to well, see sure. your it- flaccid dick. <laughs> And hard dick just to see, like, the difference and to see, you know, I, I just I want to know how I compare to other people. <laughs> Boobs don't, like, don't do that You're for supposed me. to say how you measure up. That's the right way to say that. Mm, yeah, I guess how I measure up. 
I just want to know that I'm 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 in the I, I want to be in the middle upper. You want to be at least slightly above average. Yeah, that's what I want to be. Yeah, uh, slightly above average. <laughs> that, maybe that'll be the name for my next special. <laughs> uh, now that did lead me to one more question here. When's the last time someone accidentally saw you naked? Has it ever happened? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if it's ever. I don't know if it's happened. Uh, accidentally saw me naked? No, I don't think. Um, I've. I mean, people have seen me naked on uh, where I. I'll. It's very much on purpose both parties involved or it's more of a like i'm gonna get naked um, i want you to walk in on me naked kind of thing but um uh and that can be in a more of a pranky kind of way but uh no i don't think i don't think i've, I've been walked in on in an embarrassing naked situation have you ever walked in on anyone how about the opposite i've walked in there's a i have a friend i went to high schools with uh and we've remained friends i've walked in I, there's just i don't know why it stuck with me i've walked in on his little sister on the on the toilet like twice for some reason, I'm like, I can't believe this happened fucking twice with that girl. <laughs> you, should, you are supposed to learn your lesson after the first one. Yeah, Either someone the locks the door or knock. Yeah. But I I lean more towards it's the person in the, the room yes. needs to lock the door. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The 99% of bathrooms have locks on the door. Yes. And yeah. this was this was definitely a the door had a lock situation. But I, some people are just like, ah, no one's going to come in. Right. Or who gives a shit if they come in? I, wa- I don't think she was that bothered by it either. Not and again, not in a sec- just like a, like ah eh, whatever. We're humans. I want to be more like that with a lot of. Th- I want to be more like that with like you know, pooping and sh- just farting and <laughs> not farting. It's still a polite. There's still like a politeness to it, but I just don't want to be embarrassed about. Like I've been on the road for the last few months, and I have like I, like my face is breaking out in a way that it hasn't in years, mm-hmm. and so like you know things like that. Ah, uh, I got a shit in public, or I got a couple zits on my face. I just want to not be embarrassed about yeah, that. Yeah. And like, a, well, I'm a fucking person. I'm a human being, and this is weird shit that happens to my body. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm hor- I'm horrified and embarrassed by all of it. <laughs> I just want to not be. Yeah. So I can relate. Uh, I have an image now, though, of the the one time I the the first one that pops to uh, into my memory as I was probably about nine or ten, and I walked into my buddy's mom mm. sitting on the cam. Yeah, that's uncomfortable. And, and, you know, she wasn't, you know, some people have hot moms. She wasn't one of those. She was not one of the hot moms. No. I, yeah. <laughs> she wasn't one of those ladies that takes uh, takes her shirt off when she goes to pee, right? <laughs> I don't know if that's even a thing that people do, but it's funny. It's funny <laughs> to me to be just that she was fully naked on the toilet or something. Because <laughs> I'm a, with Since a, childhood If I'm in a public place I don't do it But if I'm at home Or in the uh, I mean I think this was Even a Seinfeld episode But it hit home with me Like if I'm at home Or in oh, the I hotel or whatever say. Yeah you just, you just Fucking take your shirt off When you poo Sure I don't know There's something about yours like Just get it all off Let's just be a Let's just be a Primal Being <laughs> While we do this human thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> but if you're walked in on that naked on the toilet, it's way worse than, like, oh, you can cover yourself with other stuff. You yeah. Know? <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> Very disturbing. Uh, are you So you're selling your um, selling your album? Here? Yeah. I got I got download codes okay. for if you just want to. I'm actually playing around with this pay what you want thing. Um, I have both. I have download codes for both my albums, and I stick them together, and it's like, pay what you want. If you think it's worth a few, you know, five bucks for two albums, great. If you think it's worth... You know more than I'll take it. It's great. Yeah, but cool. Then, um, but then, yeah, I have the uh, the vinyls with me too. 
which come with a download code too, because uh, I, I think uh, Dan at Stand Up Records knows that if you sell you vinyl, have to have it like you got to yeah. include a download uh-huh. because it's you know yeah I, I I love that I love that they do that but uh but yeah the vinyls are awesome and they're they're uh, they're multicolored like the actual vinyls like super heavy duty like cool. heavy vinyl they're it's all colored vinyl it's uh yeah it came out really cool very cool uh Instagram you doing that still yeah Adam D Newman. Adam D. Newman. As in David. Okay. Because my middle name is David. That makes sense. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Twitter? Adam underscore Newman. Because my middle name is underscore. Come on! <laughs> Adam underscore Newman. I don't have any. I'm never the first one to get any of the social media stuff. No. One thing I would just love to get in on the ground floor and just be Adam Newman on. I haven't checked. I haven't checked uh, uh, Snapchat, but. Forget it. <laughs> I don't want it. It's gone. It's probably gone anyway. I'm sure it's gone. Adam, it's been a pleasure. I I rank this one right up there with the last time. Yes. Well, it's been a pleasure for me too. This is a fun podcast to do. Thanks for having me Thanks, again. Thanks, man. Bye. We did it.